0: Snap and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Kalen watts Jackson and he scores! This is gonna run it all the way back. Auburn's gonna win the football game. NIL, which is short for name, image, and podcast.
1: And a watch, this is thank you to NIL. Welcome back to episode episode 10. Is that what it is? We're on episode 10, week five Killing of the it. college football season. We're on, we're on a roll here, guys. But, uh, yeah, welcome back to uh, Name, Image, and Podcasts. Uh, this is your host, Kyle. Alongside me, as always, is Big Mike. Uh, a little Friday morning special for you guys. Friday morning special for you guys. Bringing the energy, bringing the heat. It's been, you know, kind of one of those weeks where we just kind of had to move some things around. But I think we're. Uh, i think this is kind of a good spot a little friday morning got the energy got the good vibes going but how are the vibes over in uh, your neck of the woods there michael listen i got i got a cup of jitter juice
0: where this is this I is the night because usually we're on the evening side of this so like i got you know some sort of alcoholic beverage vibes are still there <laughs> nonetheless but this is a fun little wake up start your day talking a little college ball uh you know, I think if if I'm ESPN I'm College Game Day, I'm shaking in my boots knowing that Name Image Podcast is dropping today slash tomorrow morning. I mean, are we going to steal the ratings? I'm not sure. You tell me.
1: Right, infiltrating the market a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, like we said, we're week five of college football season. And, you know, I still think we're at that point where I'm not – dreading the end of it already like we're still firmly like this is really when things start to kick off because conference play we've, we've dabbled a little bit in that there's still some really good um out of conference matchups some good cross divisional matchups and things like that so what? and you know, we got college basketball starting too, guys I, I don't know if we talked about it but We uh yeah we are college football college basketball focused so we're gonna have a nice little blend here coming up (laughs) it's just you know weather's starting to I'll throw some baseball at you when we get through I mean
0: I (laughs) I know that I have two friends one of which Keaton who cannot stand college baseball because he thinks the amateurism ruins it and then our dear friend Beats just loves it because it's
1: chaos so hey we might talk baseball I don't know yeah we'll see we'll see yeah we got got a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of fun stuff planned though, oh. but uh, enough enough of that. Uh, we're like we said, week five college football. We had a pretty, I would say, pretty decent weekend last weekend. Nothing really too too major. You know, the biggest upsets being uh, you know Clemson are frauds. You know, go figure. <laughs> Fuck Clemson. I'm uh, you know Dabo, all those guys. I'm just I have zero time for them. So I hope they lose more. I hope they continue to lose. Um but and yeah, outside of that, I mean, there wasn't really, was there anything else that kind of stood out to you from week four? Uh, you know, not
0: outside of Clemson, uh I mean not huge storylines necessarily like, you know, or Miami obviously has played this week already, but I think that that's kind of that ship has sailed as far as like the first three weeks they've kind of went downfall Clemson sliding. So as you said, usually this is the time of year where like, we got the out of conference games. We got the big taster the first few weeks. And now we're supposed to settle into these conference games and like everything's supposed to kind of level out, you know. But I feel like this is the season, Kyle, where it's not going to go business as usual. Like, I feel like we're prone to see just
1: some wild things happen in interconference play. Right, and we saw it a little bit, you know, Michigan State-Nebraska, for example. I'll touch on that quickly. Uh, What a wild game that was. Uh, Talking about winning your clunker, that was Mm -hmm. an absolute clunker. Uh, Credit to Nebraska that their defense was nasty. But Michigan State had like 15 total yards in the second half, like no first downs, and found a (laughs) way to win. Special teams, baby. Um, So, yeah, really excited for for the Spartans. It's been really fun. Um, Tough matchup this week. But then you had Michigan kind of surviving against Rutgers. Rutgers really had an opportunity there. I mean, they're a good team. Right, I mean, Rutgers straight up, like with Shiano and stuff, everyone knew that they were going to be at least competent. They weren't going right. to be just complete ass. Uh, Butgers, I, I, I'm i going to miss that moniker a little bit. <laughs> but um, And then, yeah, Clemson or North Carolina State, upset over Clemson, which was oh, big. big. You'd love to big. see that. Baylor coming out with a two-point victory over number 14, Iowa State. I wasn't really high on Iowa State, to be honest. I think right, Brogdon's pretty right. good, but... I think yeah. the the kind of the gas, you know, a little off the rails there, and then Wu Pig Sui, baby. Yeah, I was Arkansas. waiting for it. There it is. Arkansas over Texas A and M. Texas A and M, you know, they they still you know going through their quarterback issues and stuff, but now this is really more about Arkansas. I mean, just oh, yeah. a very dominant kind of performance. Lots of different you know aspects of that offense. A really solid defense. Um, and I would say Arkansas right now, they are kind of the, the Cinderella story, so to speak, oh, yeah. or the darlings of this season. Love to see it. I have no, I have no qualms with a team like Arkansas because no. they don't really have, they, you know, they're not kind of an annoying team. They're kind of, you know, like for, for their right. fan base, right. they're a lot of fun, right. good environment. Don't have really not that I know of like a fucked up history or anything kind that of like, some, <laughs> wait, like wait, some schools. We won't dig. Like, we won't you know, dig deep. All right. <laughs> right. I, w- I won't. Uh, that's surface surface level analysis there because you're right. I'm sure if we dig a little bit, you know, the home of Jerry Jones and all that, you know. So it's uh, it's fun. It's fun right. to see different teams in the mix, and that's kind of what we were talking about just right before the oh, bottom. was like, man, it's, so it's nice to see some different names. You got your Penn States. You got Oregon up there. Um, and then it's, it, the traditional powerhouses, you know, like USC, for example, getting blown out by Oregon oh, state. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty wild, but you know, a- outside of those things that we mentioned in mean, week four has come and gone, nothing really, well, you know, now too- we got to hit the pause button real quick on my, my
0: dear Oklahoma boomer sooners squeaking out another, just by the hair of their chinny chin chin win. Are we are we selling Oklahoma, Kyle? I mean, I know that they're they're winning their clunkers, as you said, but I feel like we should be winning convincingly at some point now, going into Week Four. Or I mean, Week Four gone, going yeah. into Week Five. Like, are we selling them, Kyle? Are we selling
1: them? Well, Center? yeah. There's there's definitely some dysfunction there. Um, you know, you had the fans booing <laughs> Rattler and, and chanting for the backup quarterback, which you just love to see, and especially now, like usually I'd be like, hey, like freshman or you know, not freshman, but. You know, college kids, like, don't boo. Don't boo at home. But now in this new era of NIL, that kind of brought up the question, Ooh. the talking points, like, mm-hmm. is this going to be more apparent? Like, now that these kids are essentially, you know, they are making money out there, uh, you know, just oh, yeah. above the table, like, they have all the marketing brands. And even Spencer Rattler, too, just his whole demeanor and brand, like, has always just, especially me, like, I know other people right. t- as well, just kind of, like, it not really, doesn't seem like the greatest teammate, to be honest. No. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm totally speaking out of my ass. Well, so. I he's, could be totally wrong. Like, he might be a great kid. But sure. you know what I mean,
0: right? But it's just it's it's to your point. And it, 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 nil aside, you know, with nil, without nil, these college kids have just media attention all the time, more more than we've ever seen before, and it only gets more and more year to year with just the access you have as athletes and the coverage and all that. And and he's just like he's a poor man's Baker Mayfield, right? Like he. Has this chip on his shoulder, and you know, like it's great when players have these chips on the shoulders, but it's just he—he's not. It doesn't work for him, if that makes sense. Like it, he doesn't. It's like Spencer, just just chill out, like play play the football game, and like we know you could be good, but like there's just something that's not there. It's not clicking. Maybe it's the teammate aspect, like you said. So I, yeah, I think he's just a poor man. And they dropped a couple spots going in week five, which I think is warranted because again they're just barely pulling yep. these out. So. Yeah, I think. I mean, they have Kansas State this week, so
1: I mean, they should put it up. Could a be billion, tough one, Kansas. But... <laughs> I don't know. Kansas State's always always pretty solid, but sure. kind of speaking speaking to NIL, and that's kind of what we were talking about. It's just you know now we're starting to see it's still still navigating through a little bit of uncharted territory here. You know, with with the questions like you know, do we think we're gonna boo more? Like, yeah, our fans gonna be way more like opting in to be way more critical um which I, I think yes um but secondly uh we kind of dug through a couple of NIL stories and you had a few that were kind of in the same boat where a little bit oh, maybe yeah. second guessing do we think we jumped the gun a little bit with NIL with some of these quarterback deals especially the quarterback deals you know for universities like right. Clemson but what was that what was the story
0: that you looked well at? It, it's you know you, you said it perfectly so it's it was an article and, and I think when I read it and I'll, I'll quickly summarize it is essentially it's calling into question. If you're a Dr. Pepper and you throw a bunch of money at a, you know, a player like the DJ, Unga Unga whatever, I'm not even trying to pronounce the last name, but Clemson's quarterback. And so it kind of calls into question, like seeing how that season has panned out. Like you kind of put a lot of money and investment into him. And like, he's not going to get a ton of airtime, especially as the season goes on, they're out of the picture. Like, so now it kind of called in the question: If you're a company like Dr Pepper, do you do you kind of regret throwing that money around? And so it's interesting because there's two different sides. There's one side that said like, I, I think that companies are out of their minds for throwing so much money at a player like that. And now they're paying the price for it. There's another guy who threw it out there. You know, well, in the grand scheme of things, this is a drop in the bucket for a company like Dr Pepper, and like, it, that's just how it goes. But I I think that there's a nice middle ground that one of the guys in the article proposed where it's you know, maybe maybe what we start seeing as we go into other seasons is maybe these companies wait for the season to kind of play out, and then we kind of identify who those star players are and who those playoff contention teams are, uh, which I think is fair. I, but again, you know, I see both sides. Like, Dr. Pepper throwing, even if it was a million dollars, I don't think it was a million dollars, but if it was, I mean, that's not going to bankrupt Dr. Pepper. So, I, I mean, I thought it was interesting, and I do see where they're kind of saying, but I do think that the nice middle ground is if we do move forward – maybe waiting a few weeks, four or five weeks to get in the season before we kind of start throwing that money around. So, I mean, that may just be me. I I don't know what you think, Kyle. But I think maybe as we move along, I think maybe companies do become a little more, not hesitant, but maybe wait to see how the season plays out. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's going to be interesting because the longer you wait, like if, if all of a sudden one of these guys just takes off, right? right. You're going to be, you know, a little bit down the list as far, or that, that price is going to keep going up. And right. I, and I think too, you know, I think it's going to be used and it, I, it shouldn't be. And I think it is still against the rules to be used as a recruiting tool, but it's essentially <laughs> a way to, to get those kids looking like, well, damn, if I go to, if I happen to be quarterback at Clemson, look at right. this deal that I right. can get, you know? So I think that's going to be kind of how it's more used and, and, and we know how it is, too. Like, if you were, like, look at Davis Mills, for example. Yep. Davis Mills, who just started a game for the Houston Texans. He was the number one quarterback of his class, went to Stanford, didn't really pan out, right? Like, you know, for, for a five-star kid, for the number one quarterback, Right. when I say didn't pan out, he didn't have a ton of success, he was decent and things like that. But at the end of the day, he found himself in the NFL starting for an NFL team. And that's just how the NFL is. If, if you, even for these high school kids, if you get, you know, rated as, as one of these top athletes, even if your season or college careers and shambles, you'll still happen to find your way into the NFL, right? right? Like you'll still be given way more of a chance than a lot of the other kids who may deserve it more or who may you may have did more in college and things like that. So, it's just kind of that relationship where like it really just doesn't matter, I think to some extent when you when you're rated that high and when you have that hype so early, you're going to get your chances, you're going to get your sponsors and things like that. Right. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see but yeah that was kind of the thing that i was looking at too where you know the, the the brands are making those big splashes they they probably have the money to do so right um you know in in the form of dr pepper obviously they they definitely have yeah the, <laughs> the, the cash to splash a little bit but especially out other, here baby <laughs> right and then the other story that's just like it was like okay yeah fucking shocker was uh I think it was Phil Knight and former Nike execs are looking to launch an NIL deal, you know, with Oregon. And it's like, okay, fucking shock. Right. <laughs> right. For how long already? So it's like, yeah, congratulations, I guess. Like, who would have thought that Oregon would be using Nike money? And it's like, right. yeah, you know, that that's pretty self-explanatory. Well, most kids who... Sorry, I no, that, no, but I, I was just saying, now, I, you mentioned
0: it before, and I didn't really think about it too much. But now they're talking about it. And just seeing how, where Oregon football is now... I mean, we could be watching the early creation of a Death Star, Kyle. Yeah. And we mentioned (laughs) that a few weeks ago. It's like no, for
1: sure. And it's and you know, they're there's cool too. I don't really mind, right? There's certain like you know, when you grow up your whole life watching college football, you just tend to hate some teams, like for example, Notre Dame's a team I hate, Clemson's a (laughs) team. Right. You know, I just don't like University of Michigan obviously. I like. I have a tough time finding what, like reasons to hate Oregon. Really, you know, and sure. they they're always like fun with the uniforms. They run, you know, a good style of offense, and they're kind of up in the middle of nowhere. But I think as we this NIL deal specifically, and we talked about this as well a little bit before college basketball. I think it's going to be a big opportunity for like a school like because we we've already talked about it like especially in the the AAU scene, which you you know you I'm not saying necessarily were a part of, but you were way more aware of and in tune with. I was a part (laughs) of
0: it. Next level basketball. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but like these kids are signing these like nike deal right it's like oh this, yeah. this kid all of a sudden he's wearing nike shoes happens to go to a nike school like oregon like michigan say for example <laughs> and then lo and behold he's in the nba oh look at he's got a nike shoe deal right. donovan mitchell for example right. goes to uh louisville which is an adidas school does well there oh turns out he's an adidas athlete in the nba oh, yeah. and that's always kind of been that relationship with college basketball football is a little harder to pin down because there's so many more athletes and so many more variables right. and things like that but it's it's not that far off as well it's like you know and then in the nfl i think they're all pretty much you know they have to wear nike jerseys and all the, like, right. the same branding so it's a little bit different than in the nba where you have more freedom to wear you know the different shoes right. and right. and this and that well and
0: it's it's to your point it, it and it kind of it trickles down from I think I think it's getting better as far as di- the different sports marketing their product from you know the high school level all the way to the pros. But basketball always kind of been the the leader of the pack in the way of like you know when there's a, a top prospect in high school for basketball, usually you're hearing about that name before they're even like before wow. they're even eligible for college, and so. To your point, I, I think that, you know, the rich are just going to get richer in the sense where now that the NIL is opened up and, like, we can kind of bring the stuff above the table, whereas before it was kind of iffy and sketchy, yeah. now we're bringing it above the table, and I think it's just going to be, it's just going to be a free-for-all as far as, you know, p- players getting sponsored, and, and we kind of, we talked about earlier, like Puma with Mikey Williams, he's, he's the class of 2023, I believe, but, like, top recruit. Puma's already, like, talking to him and trying to line him up for a deal, and so basketball is just going to be the wild west. I, mean, I think football and, you know, I don't really know so much about baseball, but like football, there's just so many players and it, you know, it's you can market your top guys obviously, but yeah. basketball is just meant for this kind of deal, right? It's, it's a small group. And if you have one guy rise to the top, it's super easy to market that guy. So it's going to be a, yeah. the wild west.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like we said, with, with NIL, you know, we're still learning a lot. Mm-hmm. There's there's always gonna be these conversations, there's always gonna be content, which is great, which is basically why we started this. And just to talk yeah. college, college sports. because you know. And to get away from so, our
0: wives. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding, Emma. I truly <laughs> yeah, am getting you. away from my wife. We love shout our, out on them. Love our wives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so with that on um, this little Friday morning whip around uh let's go into week five you know we already had a little bit of a teaser last night with miami with miami and virginia and just the poor hurricanes i mean and and we talked about it as well (laughs) right before the pod you know miami uh, has a great comeback they're driving down you know they're they're well within kind of the red zone area like you know yeah they're within the range for field goal with about two minutes left but they were really moving the ball really well and all of a sudden manny diaz decides i'm just going to you know, pull the landing gear. We're just gonna stall out and just you know wait for our freshman, Ugh. our freshman kicker to Ugh. kick a game-winning field goal, Ugh. and that and like I said, that is a coach coaching for his job rather a coach right. coaching to win.
0: Right. Well, and it's it's appropriate that this is episode ten, episode 10, and my Miami's <laughs> head coach uh, Diaz. This might be his last. That might have been his last game, Kyle. Because I like. To your point, you're coaching for your job, and for you to just lay it up like that, and then depend on your freshman kicker to <laughs> to bring it home. Yeah, it's nice unfortunate for the kids. but like it's it's just like he's just not cut out for the head coaching job, and let alone for Miami, where they've been fighting and pawing and clawing to try to bring back to
1: some sort of relevancy. Like, he's it's just just, just got to go, right? Like, he's just got to go. Right, and it's just, God, you just see these mental errors and these lapses, oh. and it's just like week in and week out for Miami, it's, just, it's tough to watch. So, yeah. you know, shout-out to Brandon, our Miami fan base, but right. he's be, he's making good money betting on the uh, whoever plays Miami needs to bet the money line they've been winning. So, shout-out to the Droz, Droz family. They're uh, winning off of Miami's <laughs> despise. But hey, if you're going to be um, visible, you might as well profit. Right, hundred percent. And then uh, Friday, we you know Houston, Tulsa. Iowa, Maryland's really the Big Ten game that I'm looking forward to. Battle oh, yeah. of the quote-unquote undefeateds. Iowa obviously has proven, you know, are they a top five team in the country? I don't know. That's just where the ranking is. So I'm, you know, they've they've beaten who's in front of them so far. You know, had some good wins over, you know, Iowa State. That was a big one. Um, Indiana to start off the week, but didn't really look super convincing last week against Colorado State. And now comes yeah. in Maryland, who's also undefeated. You know, who's had a little bit of hype. They have a little bit of stuff going out out there. You know, they they do have Under Armour money, whatever that that's worth right (laughs) um it's like but you know they opened up the season beating west virginia which was i think a pretty big win for them and then a win you know against illinois a week or two ago they've looked pretty decent but yeah battle of the undefeated for the big 10 um cross divisional so Iowa's first in the west maryland right now second in the east but there's a few undefeated teams in the east uh but yeah what do you who do you see coming out
0: of this one i i've I think there, if you look up and down, just scrolling schedule, there's trap games all over the place, and I think I'm going to put this one as the trap game, because to your point, I mean, yes, you you just beat CSU, I don't think you're coming off of that convincingly, and uh, Iowa Strikes was a team where as long as they are on their schedule, and they're just kind of, you know, keeping up with their schedule... It's great, but if if they go down to Maryland and and they're down by a score or two and it goes into half, I think that they're a team that – I don't think they have it in them to make that comeback. So I think Maryland can very easily walk away with a win here.
1: I think it's a trap game for sure. Yeah, and especially because next week is the is uh, at home for Iowa against Penn State. Penn State's also ranked. I think they're number four. I think yeah. is what it is. Yes. So you know, a little look down. You know, uh, like our friends at Solid Verbal, Verbal like to say, a little uh, let down, look ahead. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, that could be interesting. But that'll be a fun game to watch tonight. That's oh, yeah. 6, uh, six p.m. We are in Mountain Time, of course, because that's the only time that matters. And then, uh, and then to follow up the nightcap is a uh, BYU versus Utah State, a nice little uh, <laughs> interstate matchup. Uh, BYU ranked number 13th, kind of the uh, you know another surprise this season. Utah State three and one; they're only lost coming to a, a really you know feisty Boise State team. So I, I think look for I think that's going to be decent decent uh, field. It's up in it's- Logan. Have you been up to Logan yet?
0: Uh, yeah, when I was installing windows. I had the privilege of going oh, to Logan right. in January. It was very windy, uh, very cold. A lot of cuss words were thrown around. Uh, but it's good to see it's at the Maverick Stadium. For those who don't know what Maverick is, it's my favorite gas station. So now I'm intrigued. I have to go Great, now.
1: Great gas station. Logan has some of the best ice cream and cheese you'll ever find, too. Oh, big. Be a, big dairy, yep. dairy community that's up right. there. But yeah, right. the ice cream's <laughs> Uh, shout out to Aggie Ice Cream. Shout out to Utah State Extension, who employs my beautiful wife Emma. So, uh, <laughs> hey, go Aggies, baby, go Aggies. So, uh, yeah, it's seven o'clock today. It'll be fun, fun little game. BYU favored by nine and a half. Um, I think it's probably pretty fair, honestly. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, I man. I
0: don't know BYU in in it, it's probably just the uh, just coming out of last year that this, my brain's just stuck at this. I just throw them and Coastal Carolina in the same bucket, and it's just like. They're prone to lose at any point in time in my book. It I I mean, it depends what BYU yeah. team shows up. I, and that's every it's every game, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I mean tonight's a good it's a good little slate we have going on here. And I like the six o'clock, seven o'clock stagger time, you know,
1: give us plenty of time yep. to consume both. So good for us. Yep. Fun Friday. I love it. Yeah, oh, definitely. And then, yeah, so moving into Saturday. Woo-hoo! Um, Not not a ton going on in the morning games. But, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Outside, outside of, of two. So, I mean, because okay. so there's obviously okay. a lot at the okay. 10 o'clock. But, you know, we got Arkansas, Georgia. I'll let you, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, what, I do you thought, I thought, what do you want to
0: see from your race? I backs? thought we were going to start with the old Tobacco Road rivalry and the Duke-North Carolina beatdown. Totally kidding. <laughs> That'll be just a slot fest, I'm sure. You know, this is going to be tough, Kyle, because Georgia – Truly, just does not let people score. Like it, it, I know they're very boring, and it's uh, like I've watched a little bit of Georgia this season so far, and it, every time I tune in, it's just just an absolute beatdown, and not like a fun beatdown. Just they're just right. suffocate you. And so I, I think if you're Arkansas, don't don't try to change anything. Like don't come into this game and, and play yourself, and don't you know throw throw out your current playbook and think you got to go exotic. I think you just gotta. You know, square up and just mano a mano, and just play your game, and then hopefully, you know, you get a turnover or two there. But if you're going to beat Georgia, you gotta, you just have to capitalize on your drives, and even if it's a field goal, like you just
1: have to take your scores where you can get them. So, right, because yeah, the Georgia offense, you know, outside, yeah, they've freaking whooped Vanderbilt, right, um, sixty-two to nothing. Yeah, and UAB, South Carolina, like they do have the potential to score some points, but against a good team like Clemson, they they didn't manage an offensive touchdown. Right, I think it was only right. a defensive touchdown. But I think if you're Arkansas, you are 100 percent playing with house money at this right. point because I mean the season's gone very well. I I don't think the expectations were to be oh wow yeah we're <laughs> number eight in the country. <laughs> no, yeah. I I think I think Georgia's aspirations obviously are, are a playoff team, so they're going to be right. playing to you know maintain their spot up there. Um, but you know Georgia's in the East, Arkansas's in the West, so for Arkansas really. I mean, I would just go balls to the wall. Exactly. I mean, if it's you know, if anything on the plus side of the fifty, anywhere even near that midfield line, third and short, third and two, third and three, uh, you go for it. Go for it. Right. I mean, and settle for field goals at the opportune time for sure. But especially early in the game, I think you you're trying to establish something, and exactly. you know you are playing with house money at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be rocking down there. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. It's it's uh, in in Athens, Georgia. In Between Jose, the hedges. Uh, so yeah, but that'll be a fun matchup. Ten o'clock. Um, there, <laughs> Georgia's favored by eighteen. So I, I mean, I would be. According to the app that I'm that on, that is absurd. 18, well, I didn't even look at the absurd. line.
0: That's crazy. I'd be covering. Yeah, betting that spread. I'd,
1: I'd be going to Arkansas plus eighteen. <laughs> possibly even Arkansas money line because Arkansas money line is plus seven hundred.
0: Well, it, so. and that's the thing, and we'll we'll leave it at this. But like Georgia's offense is not going to beat you. It's Georgia's defense is going to win this ball game for him and so if you can you just cannot leave drives empty like it, obviously it's going to happen yep. this is going to be a, a slugfest but you just have to just you just got to find a way to just put points on the board because I don't think Georgia's offense if if Arkansas can put up 21 plus points I don't think Georgia is going to beat
1: them right I, I just that's right. me so but 18 is absurd like could it seems, like, seems like a lot seems like a lot. The other morning game, uh, 10 o'clock, is Michigan, Wisconsin. It's cold and, bad. Uh, this is at Camp Randall Stadium. Um, Wisconsin, who's definitely underperformed this season. You know, close loss to Penn State, and then, you know, the beat Eastern. And then the Notre Dame game was just kind of wild because they were there. They were hanging around. And then all of a sudden, the wheels just fucking flew off right. that bitch. So, it's, um, you know, losing 41-13. Uh, Graham Mertz, probably the most overrated – five-star quarterback i've ever seen uh he's just not getting it done so it'll be interesting to see what they pull up there but somehow according to i use the score is like who i use for my, like my games and schedules yeah. and things like that not not necessarily sports betting just because we don't have it out here in utah obviously <laughs> but uh wisconsin uh two point favorites in this wisconsin really? minus two um and uh yeah michigan is considered the underdog plus two points uh, are given to michigan and a 110 plus 110 for the money wow. on Michigan so I think that's kind of interesting maybe it's the environment Michigan hasn't looked extremely convincing so no don't get me god wrong. No. but that just seems I mean I don't know that <laughs> that's kind of an interesting we'll see maybe it could move before the game tomorrow but it seems kind of interesting that Wisconsin's uh considered the favorite
0: here well and I mean you you factor in it's you know on their home turf it's in Wisconsin like I just it, you talk about a team like I know you just said that Wisconsin's wheels kind of fell off when they played Notre Dame. On the flip side of that, Michigan is prone to shit their pants at any given point, True. and like they never ever play up to big games. Like they just don't. And I understand this isn't on paper a big game because it's unranked Wisconsin, but like it's not like Wisconsin's True. just been rolling over and dying like they've been going down yeah. swinging so yeah no, I, I've, I have Wisconsin and for whoever cares in my little book uh, Wisconsin's gonna win this game it's just they, they played very good I think that they take a learning experience from the Notre Dame loss I think they kind of adjust things to get their minds right and I think maybe not just a blowout but I think it's a, a convincing win against Michigan is that a lock, I hear? Is that your lock of the week for, for Wisconsin? The Badgers? Yeah, I mean, I just, I ride on your coattails and I hate Michigan, not because I have a dog in the fight in the Big Ten, but I just, they're a team that just, again, like Texas, always, you know, t- talked about and yep. always up there, but never come up in these big games, in these big scenarios. So I think Wisconsin is a little agitated. They've been in the fight, they've been there at the end, they just keep losing these tough ones. I think they come out and just smack the old Wolverines. Smack.
1: Other probably the I would say the biggest matchup, the one I'm looking forward to the most is uh, Cincinnati Notre Dame. Uh, this is really where things are going to settle. You know, you got uh, Notre Dame, who's obviously in the independents, so it's important for them to win a game like this if oh, they yeah. have any aspirations to yep. make it and get blown out in the playoffs again. But for Cincinnati, you know, to be that first playoff buster, right? To be in and, and this is the year to do it. And this is the game for Cincinnati. You got to win. So I want to see trick plays. I want to see balls to the wall as well. You know, I like yeah. for Cincinnati. You you really don't have much to lose. No, I, I, it's it's a free hit because no. you're having a great season already. Obviously, your ambition is to, to kind of you know bust into the playoffs, which would be a first. That'd be awesome. um, but yeah, so for them, you know, Desmond Ritter, very seasoned quarterback. You know, Notre Dame they've they've looked solid. They've looked you know in, in all their games. Um, yeah, just, I mean yes. <laughs> I, It'll be yeah, this one will be interesting um, for a number of reasons. Of course, it's in South Bend because Notre Dame refuses to play big games, you know, outside of South Bend <laughs> like this. I feel I feel like they're always on fucking NBC. Yeah, it's all that shit. Um, well, I mean they're they're like so, the, they're
0: like that kid at the neighborhood you grew up with, where they you know they never went not play at anybody else's house. You always had to go over to their house. And I, I yeah, hope use their yep, I'd yep. go over to that kid's house and kick him right in the teeth. And I think Cincinnati's going to do it because it, it, it. Here's one thing about Cincinnati is. We've never looked back at Cincinnati in a, in a big game. Like last year, was it was Georgia, right? That they played in the. Yep. Like, we never looked back at Cincinnati and was like, man, like they kind of laid up and they, you know, they there's a lot they could have left on the field. Cincinnati, it balls to the wall 24 7. So I, I love uh, it.
1: If I'm Notre Dame, I'm shaking in my dumb little leprechaun boots. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. That's the, mid, the midday game. What's that, 12, 12 30, 1 30. 12 30. Yeah. So. That'll be good, and then right after that, we'll talk about a little staggered release at one thirty. We have Ole Miss Alabama trap game. It's the second trap, trap game. game. I was the first one. It, the, I mean, Ole Miss. It, it, no matter
0: how good, and they were they were talking about it on a mighty Paul Feinbaum show, my favorite television program. Uh, it, no matter how good Alabama is, or how good Ole Miss is, or bad they are, they always play out to Alabama always. And I, <laughs> yeah. it's just this is going to be one. Thankfully, it's at Bryant Denny because Alabama is prone to just you know crap the bed at, on the world game. So I think I think that Alabama pulls it out. It's not going to be like an absolute blowout, but I would be very concerned for the mighty Crimson Tide because Matt Corral, Coral is it Corral or Coral? Coral. Yeah. Cor- 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 uh, it's just yeah, Kyle. I mean, it's it's going to be a tough one. So we'll see, I guess, but
1: that will be fun to watch. We got a good. It's a sneaky good slate we have this weekend. There's some bangers, yeah, but there's also just a lot of kind of a lot of just filler. See, but for well, for a know?
0: guy like me, you have the attention span, and you're very uh, in tune with everything that's going on. The amount of teams you follow just it makes me my head hurt thinking about it. This is a great right. week for somebody like me, where it's like okay, I only really need to focus on like four channels. Like, right here they yeah.
1: are. You got some other interesting <laughs> that we'll just touch on quickly. Um, you know, you got like Ohio State Rutgers. Rutgers, like I said, has shown a little bit of a yeah, pulse. Yeah. Ohio State hasn't quite lived up to expectations yet. Uh, so that'll be an interesting one this weekend. You know, Rutgers is a, a pretty feisty team, like we've mentioned. Uh, so that could be an interesting one. Oklahoma, Kansas State, we mentioned. I think Kansas State's always, a, a, you know, yep. a tough, tough opponent to face. They're 3-1 and one entering this one. Uh, only lost coming last week at Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma State's always, you know, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um Speaking of Oklahoma State, though, they do kind of round out, uh, you know, the evening slate uh, for the big matchup. And I believe it is Baylor, Oklahoma State, 21 versus 19. Um, the over is 47 and a half. And I feel like this is going to be like 80. Like, you know, these two teams just like don't want to play... No, uh, like don't want to play defense. No. Like this is your quintessential, like yeah, the points are going to be off the rails.
0: It's it's that it's that Big Twelve, and it's every time I watch a Big Twelve game, it's just the same defensive scheme. We're going to rush three, maybe four D linemen, and then it's just chaos in the backfield. Just yeah. like <laughs> just, right, nobody like it, the busted coverage is. It should just be the theme of Big Twelve defense because I feel like every other drive, there's just some sort of downfield just, somebody's but, wide yeah, open, like, yeah. Guard that guy, but hey, I'm here for it, and I agree. I mean, it, <laughs> you talk about two teams. I mean, they'll—I'm sure they'll wink, wink, try to establish a run game, but eventually, and as all Big Twelve games turn out to be, it's just going to be an air raid, and I love it. I mean, I, I'm here for it. Sign me up.
1: Yeah, I think looking looking into it, like you know Oklahoma State—they have—they've scored 31 points as the most they've scored this season. They had 23 week one, 28, 21, and then 31. Um, so, you know, the offense isn't really jumping off the charts, especially when you look at the overall rank with total yards, you know, they're ranked you know pretty, pretty close to the bottom, which is kind of very surprising to me, um, for a team like Oklahoma State, who, like we said, likes to kind of you know, open up the gates a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, who knows? But I think this could probably be a one where, yeah, that both teams just are like, let's fucking just <laughs> let it rip, baby. Let it rip. So, and then, yeah, I mean, there's a few. You got Auburn, LSU, which could be a good one. You know, LSU's showing a little bit of promise this season. Auburn, yep. Neoponics, fraud, fraud, definitely. <laughs> um, Penn State, Indiana, which could be a little bit interesting. And then... To wrap it up, Arizona State, UCLA. God, I can't stand Arizona State, so go UCLA, I guess. And then yeah, Fresno State, Hawaii, at the to uh, to wrap things hey, up at hey. the very yeah, nothing like a nice Hawaii night game at nine o'clock to kind of to you know to sober up a little bit and, and just fall into your your <laughs> drunken stupor and fall asleep on the couch.
0: Wake up with whatever infomercials playing on CBS Sportsnet at two a.m. Hey, but go Boston College. I mean, keep keep the L train rolling for Clemson.
1: Boston College is, geez, I mean, 4-0, right? Last And last one I, I, I kind of skipped over this morning game as well. Wake Forest-Louisville, and I'll just bring this up quickly. Wake Forest is a sneaky 4-0 right now. Um, they've been looking really good. Sam Hartman's a, a pretty damn good quarterback there. Um, they got a lot of things rolling for him So oh, yeah. I think, you know, Louisville at least kind of has a pulse, right? They're, they're a decent enough team. But if, when you look at Wake Forest's schedule, especially with how Clemson's down, so they play Louisville this week. And they win that, you know, Syracuse, obviously, you know, Syracuse is uh, not not the best team right now. They are 3-1, so props to them. But you got Syracuse and then Army, Duke, North Carolina, North Carolina State, and then Clemson isn't until uh one of the you know last weekend second to last weekend right. of college football i mean wake forest could be undefeated technically going into that clemson game and then wrap it up in boston college that could really be the story that of the could, seasons yeah, yeah. it's the, the demon deacons i mean you look at that <laughs> schedule things are they are really lining up they're at north carolina at clemson then at boston college so the month of november is going to be their test but if they can make it through october louisville syracuse army duke uh yeah, we'll be. It could be a, quite the hype dream for for Wake that's, Forest. That's
0: that. Yeah, no, and and I mean, keep in mind. Obviously, wrapping up with Boston College, that'll be a tough one, no matter how the season shakes out. But you could be facing a Clemson where they the locker room just lost. So like that that game <laughs> could be very winnable at that point in time. So True. watch out for the David Dickens. But to your point, and we won't spend time because I know we just kind of work through our, our favorite games. Uh, there's there's a couple other like four and sneaky teams like Kentucky. Do I think they're going to beat Florida? Right. Probably not. But like that's what that's what I kind of talk about like this season is just a very odd season and I'm I'm here for it 100%. I it's shake it up. Let's get rid of the 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 same four or five teams we always talk about and it's uh we're shaping up to have a great rest of the season, Kyle. We're off to a kind of fun start here.
1: Yep, and then of course Michigan State versus uh, Western Kentucky, which you you wouldn't think Western Kentucky, oh wow, but uh, they're 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 decent. Team. They have a really good offense. They just have zero defense. So um, let's see if the Spartans can keep rolling. Maybe four and zero. I you know I put a hundred bucks on Michigan State because uh, Vegas said that they were only going to over under for the win total is four and a half. So I can Money have that bet hit bank. pretty damn early because um, we got Western Kentucky and then followed by Rutgers. And then Indiana, winnable games, but tough games. And then uh, Halloween weekend, baby, uh, Michigan State, Michigan. So that can
0: be uh, You never text me back, Kyle. It hurt
1: my feelings. But <laughs> Kenneth Walker, like, is he in the Heisman talk? What, like, what does he have to do to
0: get in the Heisman oh, talk? Oh, for sure. Because that boy if he is has,
1: balling. Right. If he has a good game against Western Kentucky, which he should – yeah, he's firmly in that conversation. I've seen a lot of ranking, you know, because I think he's still leading the nation in rushing. Um, he had those really good games, and then obviously Nebraska slowed us down a little bit, and then he hardly uh, yeah. played against, like, Youngstown State. But, yeah, if he has a big game against Western Kentucky, which I think we're really going to try to establish the run in this one, um, you know, has some flashy plays again. Absolutely. Dude. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm not, I really, you know, obviously it's great for exposure and branded stuff, but it's, um, you know, I it's just it's, God. It's just fun to have a, a competent offense, oh, even yeah. though last week yeah. was not the case. It was it was a rough look in that second. See, I mean,
0: uh, I'm just half. I'm looking at his stat line. Obviously, this is just the, the first four weeks in, but I mean, 554 yards. He's averaging 7.3 yards a carry, which is I mean, that's almost a, I mean, you're averaging almost a first down. That's pretty good. Five tutties. I mean, look at look at Kenneth Walker,
1: Michigan State just. Just what a pleasant love surprise, it. Kyle! All right? God, God bless the transfer portal. The portal giveth, the portal will take it at some point as well. But it's, um, yeah, he was a transfer from Wake Forest, so go figure. Hey! You know, it's, it's just the Kenneth Walker effect, so. Yeah. With that, I, I, I'm really looking forward to week five. Really am. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a really fun season so far. It's, it's going by fast, but not too fast. I think I'm really been able to enjoy every weekend. I think this weekend though, I am going to kind of build up those husband points a little bit can go out and take some fall pictures with our, our beautiful daughter, six month old, a little over six month old now. And, uh, you know, just kind of build up those points a little bit, you know, especially because Michigan State plays at night. You know, I, I kind of – I enjoy that, but I hate waiting <laughs> around all day. But I'll be kind of relying on you as my uh, uh, field correspondent <laughs> to give some updates. Bro, I'll be doing the same the shit.
0: I'll be up in fucking Strawberry
1: Reservoir looking at the Leafs. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, it is, it is a great time of the year, great weather finally. But, uh, yeah, with that, Mike, is there anything else that you want to touch on here or any, any leaving – Listen, uh, uh, thoughts that you want to leave her? I mean, listeners. there's nothing
0: I want to, you know, touch on, but I want to touch myself because this is, I'm just, I'm going through the schedule again and it, it's just, it's a sneaky good weekend, Kyle. And it's been a great college football
1: season. I mean, this may just be the coffee in me, but I'm fucking pumped yeah i'm feeling it as well really excited for it so yeah week five baby it's uh hey, chill, it's gonna be an exciting chill out morning. over there kyle you're too much excitement over there right
0: god damn <laughs> friday
1: morning this is good feel the juice we might hit the driving range up later today <laughs> uh, you know maybe maybe this, we might have to sneak in a little lunchtime sesh but yeah it's shaping up to be a really good weekend over there so uh for my wonderful host uh, big mike thank you once <laughs> again for tuning in uh this is your host kyle and Carl, wh- whatever, whoever I feel like being today, kind of depends. But yep. yeah, let's uh, let's have another good weekend. Be safe out there, fellas. Uh, you know, we're trying to get social media ramped up, and and ladies, of course, trying to get social media ramped up. We're, we're just if you want to be our uh, you know Twitter account, <laughs> Bro, it, let real. us know. You know we got <laughs> to get some content out there. Got to get some. But you know, like, share, review the pod. It's been a lot of fun. As I say every week. Uh, but we're going to keep doing it. I can't believe we made it this far. Ten episodes in. Uh, you're still learning a lot, obviously. But we appreciate the, those of you who have been listening. And uh, we'll keep on churning it out. So, once again, thank you for listening to Name, Image, and Podcast. Have a just a beautiful fucking weekend. I love you. Anything else you wanna know about me, Skip?